Yep. Blake, I've, I've fallen down a rabbit hole. I've fallen down the Ryback rabbit hole. I don't understand. Well, I, I, the, just a little behind the scenes. The way I prep for the shows is I just go on like a few wrestling news sites and I click back and I kind of find news stories from the from the week that kind of interest me. And I just got on a big Ryback kick of just like clicking related articles, all of them having to do things with Ryback. And I'm just, I just love, I love him. I love him so much. Um, uh-huh. Do you love how Ryback has come down with the Hulk Hogan syndrome? Uh, let's see. Ryback <laughs> shared that he watched Fastlane on the WWE Network. That was this year's Fastlane with, uh, with Kevin Owens versus Goldberg. Yeah, I watched that on my WWE Network that they've refused to cancel for me because Vince is like, damn it, let him watch. The guy needs to watch. He'll miss us eventually. Yeah, I watched the whole pay-per-view. Listen, the Silverback's trying to cancel his subscription. Give him three months, damn it. I just, like, you don't have to watch the network. Just because you have the network, it does not mean you have to go and be like, well, guess I'm watching the fast lane. Um, I gotta do this. I'm addicted. Yeah. Let's see. During the podcast, Ryback suspected that WWE brought Goldberg in because the former Skip Sheffield left Titan Tower. Ryback, who drew many Goldberg chants during his run, suggested that Goldberg should have returned four or five years ago for a feud. You know, there's part of me still that looks at that and is like, come on, guys. Is this because of me? Because I left? <laughs> yes, they brought Goldberg back because you <laughs> left right back. They were just like, oh yeah, we're going to do this. God, I love him. Oh no. All right, let's find a new one. Uh, recently a conversation with the big guy, which unfortunately um, I think might be beating us for worst podcast ever. Former WWE Ryback claimed that he came up with the triple power bomb. Like the Shields triple power? Yes! They needed a um. move. I remember to put me down early on. I think that was first the pay-per-view before in Indianapolis, the triple threat match with me, Cena, and Punk. And I'd been power bombing a lot of guys till that point in various variations of power bombs. You know, like a power bomb. Or my special Ryback power bomb that looks like a power bomb, or it's just a power bomb, or the Sheffield a- the Sheffield special, which is just a power bomb. You know, I did a couple of I did a couple of Batista bombs there too, uh, but they were just power bombs. I said to them, "Why don't you do a triple power bomb?" Because they wanted a move they all could do. Ryback went on to muse that he regrets coming up with the move as he was on the receiving end of more triple power bombs than anyone else. Damn it, did I ever regret fucking saying that? Because I received more triple power bombs than anybody on the roster at that point. And they were all fine, but they triple power bombed me through the table at the end of that one. And then oh they did boy. it. Oh no! Right, Becky went through a table. Jesus! Becky, please. Becky, Becky, please! Becky! Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is scheduled. For one fall, making their way down the aisle, they are the greatest podcasting tag team in all of time and space. They are Blake Tanner, Scotty Moore, and they are the B. And joining them, as always, 
He is the Lord of the Smart Side. He is the Terran. And together, they are known as the Fight Boys. So welcome to Fight Boys, ladies and gentlemen, the weekly wrestling show that's usually a three-man booth. It was, the last, it was since episode one, it hasn't been. It was a three-man booth once, but now it's just like different versions of that three-man booth. We had me and Blake a week, we had me and Dylan next week, and now we're back to the me and Blake f- formula. Um, because Next week, we can hope to have Dylan back with Scotty, and without me, I suppose. <laughs> or maybe next week it's me and Dylan. Wouldn't that be just a crazy mix-up? Yeah. <laughs> I thought about it today because, like, I I just was like, hey, we can probably do those two. And then I was like, then you sent me that apparently you're not going to be available to midnight forever. For the rest of the month. Yeah, but we've had a good week of wrestling. And by good week, I mean, ugh, bad week of wrestling. <laughs> this is just because, bad, bad, bad week. Like, Blake Tanner, if I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. When you think of Raw... Monday Night Raw, and you think of a the most, just the most dominant superstar, a guy who you tune in every week to watch. Who do you who do you go to? Currently, I got two in mind. Yeah. Um, Braun. Yup. And, and Braun. And the Miz. Well, and the Miz. Uh, yeah. Um, and so apparently they just decide. Yeah, no more Braun. Braun hurt. Braun did you know, hurt. He he really is hurt. Yeah, I know he's really hurt, but it pisses me off. <laughs> it pisses me off, Blake Tanner, because Braun Strowman was like, he took down the big dog, and he was on such a warpath that we were all so excited for, and now yeah. it's over. It's it. You think Roman Reigns actually kind of Nancy Kerrigan, Braun in the back? Like, Braun Strowman was found after Roman Reigns beat him in the knees with a tire iron. Uh, yes sir, I'm not finished with you. I'm just not, it's gonna be fine. And then, apparently, did you see Braun's, like, cause you know Roman and Braun had that big, had that big rivalry going on right now. The Kerdungle, you know, where Braun put Roman out, and you know, Roman was gonna return triumphant, but then that's not gonna happen. Well, the best part is, do you know who who he's facing now, Roman? Because, you know, when Braun Strowman goes out, you're thinking, like, well, Roman Reigns, he's he's been booked really strong, well, kind of strong, against Braun Strowman. He's mm-hmm. going against probably one of the most t- terrifying and gigantic men in the entire company. Who should we book him against next? Oh, the on- the other terrifying, gigantic man in the company, <laughs> the, the Miz. The Miz. <laughs> I really can't wait for the first uh, first Raw where they start off this storyline when the Miz throws Roman Reigns in an ambulance <laughs> and then just picks it up, <sighs> just destroying it. No, Maurice picks up the ambulance after Miz throws Roman in the ambulance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big fan. What did you send me? <laughs> um, it's it's uh, out of kayfabe, Braun. God, I love out of kayfabe, Braun. He's my favorite thing. He's got a steak in his mouth, an uncooked steak. 
Yep. Skip to 149 for my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I want... Let's see. I want you to skip to 40 in the video, which I guess it, it, what we're looking at is a, what culture what wrestling tweeted out, Braun Strowman, you magnificent man. Mm-hmm. And it's just all out of kayfabe Braun. But if you look at Braun at about 40 seconds into the video, he looks like Mojo Raleigh with a giant <laughs> beard, and I don't like it. I don't <laughs> like it at all. Oh, this is wonderful. Let's see, you said 140 what? Nine. 149. Oh, I thought it was just Braun getting it on these shoulder lifts. No. Do, 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 Braun is paddling down the river. He's going fast. Holy shit. He's moving that water. Damn, Braun is a beast. This is what I like that we're offering to our audience is like a completely different show every single week. Because, mm-hmm. like, one week we've got me and Dylan who have serious wrestle talks, and then one week we have me and you just like, look at Braun in his canoe! <laughs> Should we talk about the Miz? No, look at Braun, he's got a canoe. Yo, dude. Oh, shit. Like, uh, I'm coming off on, like, my third straight week of not being able to watch anything but YouTube clips yeah. after the fact. And then I, I just read the show notes, which I haven't actually read in detail. Yeah. And I am so fucking astounded that I was right that it's Roman Miz. Oh, wait, you didn't know? I did Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, it's legitimately the Miz. They are they're just like apparently the plan is, and this is legitimately the truth, they wanna make Reigns versus Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. That way, when Roman challenges for the title for the uh title at WrestleMania thirty four yeah, challenging for the universal title. <clears throat> that will be the only title Roman has never won. They just want to give him all the belts, and this isn't K- this isn't like a kayfabe joke. This is Roman legitimately is trying to like they're trying to give him every belt they possibly can. I'm amazed at this point that Roman just hasn't won the U- the universal title. Yeah. Oh, I would like to, uh, apparently, uh, I just saw something. Uh, congratulations, you just had a, da- uh, a daughter with Sarah Lee, <laughs> the 2015 <laughs> Tough Enough winner, apparently former NXT tag champion Blake, and his fiance Sarah Lee, had a baby oh. named Piper. Oh, yeah, thanks, dude. Um, which... Uh, it's weird that that's the first baby news that you came up that you were telling me about. Oh, when you said baby, I thought you meant Daniel Bryan and Brie Bella. No, no, welcoming no. in Birdie Bryan. Oh my God, Birdie really? Bryan Bella. That is yep. the most Daniel name you could give to a baby. Welcome to baby boys. <laughs> baby, baby boys. Baby boys. Um, I'm really big fan of the description though. This image of the baby, which was posted to Sarah Lee's Instagram, shows their bundle of joy sitting next to their protective-looking bulldog named Butter. Butter. (laughs) They were like, what should we name our dog? (laughs) Let's go with Butter. I thought that, um, I wish they would have named their daughter Butter. (laughs) Butter Butter Blake! It's Butter Blake, and because that means in twenty years, Birdie Brian and Butter Blake would be fighting oh for the my women's God. championship. No, the greatest women's tag team of all time. 
Birdie butter. B- the butter bur- birdie. Bu- buttered birds. Buttered birds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, buttered birds suddenly <laughs> appear. I also really like the fact that, like, a couple of months ago on our other podcast, A Load of BS, uh, before we had our own show to talk about wrestling, we've always had, like, small wrestling chats, and we decided to make a joke, just a little joke about The Rock running to be president. Yep. Uh, regarding the talk of Rock running for president, this was from his interview from GQ's <laughs> annual comedy issue, Rock said, I think that it's a real possibility to run for president. He admitted that he's given the run a lot of thought since his talk last year. A year ago, it's- Rocky 2020! Rocky 2020! A year ago, it started coming up more and more. There was a real sense of earnestness, which made me go home and think, let me really think my answer and make sure I'm giving an answer that's truthful and also respectful. I didn't want to be flippant. We'll have three days off for a weekend. No taxes. <laughs> also, apparently... If you smell what the prez is <laughs> cooking. I also, apparently, literally both Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton's camps came out to him and was like, hey, do you want to talk to, you want to, like, say, hey, we're cool? And Rock was just like, no, I don't. Nah, he's an in- nah, Apparently dog. he's an independent, but he goes, uh, I have tremendous re- amount of respect for the process and felt like if I did share my political views publicly, a few things would happen. Uh, I felt like it would either, A, make people unhappy with the thought of whatever the view was, and also it might sway an opinion, which I didn't want to do. I also, Rocky, if you're going to run for president, you're going to kind of have to do that. I also really... No, no, no. This was talking about uh, Trump and Clinton. I also oh. really like that they asked, what, how, how's Trump doing nowadays? And Rock gave the most, like... Rock is the best at just, like, mm-hmm. trying not to get in trouble. Uh, let's see. With any job you come into, you've got to prove yourself. And personally, I feel like that if I were president, boys would be important. Oh, God. Like, he goes, like, The Rock has the smartest answer about how Trump is doing without, like, getting anybody angry. Shit's fucked up, (laughs) y'all. Get it, Rocky. Um, I, uh, damn it. I'm sorry. I'm just still kind of disturbed because, uh, Sonny did an interview and it was all. Oh, boy. (laughs) And it was, uh, they were, she was a guest on the Wrestlingas show. Which, Jesus oh, Christ, Jesus. why are we not called Wrestlingus? Well, because apparently it's already been taken. That's such a good name. Apparently there's someone on here named Uncle Goosecock. <laughs> Uncle Goosecock with Wrest... Welcome to Wrestlingus with Blake and Scotty. <laughs> um, apparently, HBK has a very specific fetish. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like I just don't know how to, uh, but like, like I, I, am I supposed to be surprised by this? Well, no, it's weirder because I'm sitting there like, oh, maybe it's a foot fetish or BDSM or something like that. Because like you, you kind of expect the normal kinks to be what people uh, go on. No, he's into women super kicking him in the face. Uh, well, no, it, he's actually into making it look like he had super kicked the woman in the face. Be- oh no! Ooh. Not like beating them. Uh, yeah, but, but okay, okay. I can, I understand. I can get that. I can get that. It's a lipstick fetish, right? I, I'm, I'm sorry. What? 
he has a fetish for lipstick, and I don't mean like he likes when a woman wears bright red lipstick. Because by that logic, a lot of us have lipstick fetishes. Yeah, but no, no. I assume this is HBK, like in the middle of the night, <laughs> quietly like singing his theme song to himself as he applies the brightest reddest lipstick he can find to his asshole. No, no, no. It's even worse than that. He likes to take it and just smear it all over your face. <laughs> you think I'm cute. <laughs> I know I'm sexy. I got the stick that drives, drives your face wild. He's just like a psychotic, like, he's like the Joker. He likes to just grab lipstick and just smear it over it. And Sonny's like, the pro- you know, the problem with red lipstick is that it stains. So, like, my entire face would be stained red for the rest of the day. What? It puts the lipstick on the skin. It puts or the- else it gets the kick again. Apparently, uh, those two would also just run around the stu- stadiums and just bone in random places. So, Blake Tanner, oh. I just want us... To one day get to work like Madison Square Garden doing a live show or something. Just so we can find a closet where Michaels may have had sex with Sonny. Are we going to be like, closet search with Blake and Scotty? Seven minutes in heaven with the BS? Well, the first thing, the first thing is we're going to have to, the fight boys are going to be huge at this time. So obviously HB Shizzle is going to have us on uh, speed dial. And we just pop up. A nice little FaceTime to him and just show him all the closets and be like, which one? Show us, Michaels. Listen here, Sean. You're going to have to show us where the closet is. Okay, I'll do it. It was that one. Wait. And that one. And that. Hold on. Scotty, open the door. Okay. All right. You see on the ceiling? Yeah. You see that red mark? Yeah, it looks like just some paint. No, that's pure lipstick, boy. Lipstick. They never took it down. Actually, he then he looks like under his feet, and there's just a huge lipstick stain, and they're everywhere. He's become human <laughs> lipstick. Madison Square Garden is just tagged with lipstick <laughs> from HBK. So, um, speaking of creepy things, Cody Rhodes... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cody Rhodes is uh, I didn't want to talk about it Because it's like one of those normal things Like Cody Rhodes is going to be on Arrow tomorrow Wait, Cody who? Uh, Cody. Cody Cody? Oh, Cody Cody Cody, Cody Runnels Cody Rhodes Cody Runnels uh, Is going to be on Arrow tomorrow And at first I was just like Oh, this seems like boring We shouldn't talk about this Until I realized What his character is <laughs> Firstly, he's basically the Joker if the Joker instead of like like you know when you get thrown into a vat of liquid he came out like kind of fucked up and crazy. Instead of that, he came out and just became the fucking villain of Deadpool. <laughs> he came out of the vat and he lost his sense of pain and he gained advanced healing. I like his uh his veiny face. Yeah, he's got a very veiny face, but the top part, why I had to have this on Fight Boys, (laughs) is because 
He's a drug dealer. A just terrifying drug dealer. I don't. And do you know what he sells? It's not crack. It's not heroin. It's not cocaine. It's... Stardust. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> God damn. I, I truly didn't know what you were going to say. God, fuck. <laughs> what? Arrow. I thought, like, because Arrow's based off the comics, that Cody was going to play, like, a character from the comics. But no. He's just a fucking guy they decide. Because, you know, uh, Chris Hemsworth. No, what the fuck is his name? Uh, Gre Green Flash McFucking Arrow face. <laughs> You know, he loves WWE, had a match with Stardust, and originally, Cody's character's name was going to be Garrett Runnels, which is just fucking Cody's, like, name outside of Cody. Yeah. Like, even uh. the, the reason they call the drug Stardust is because of Cody. By the way, it's Stephen Amell, that's his name. Oh, I'm sorry, fucking... Sorry, I didn't remember fucking Green Arrow McFucking Flash Pants. McFlush... Green Mc... Green Not Flash. Green <laughs> Flash is... Flash is better. Hey, Fuck you. I'm sorry, I forgot about guy on CW who's not fast. I'm sorry, is this not a Netflix original series? Go fuck off. <laughs> Stardust. Blech. Um... So I think, I think. <laughs> okay, I'm done with this wine. I've had half of this glass, and it is just the worst yeah. thing I've ever had. Blake's had a long day. Also, I think we've given John Cena PTSD. <laughs> what did we do to John Cena? No, I just mean we as like wrestling fans. Oh, because like you know, John Cena's not got the best with the crowd, the best kind of rapport, and. They were talking to him about to John Cena about his new movie, and they he they asked like, "Hey, were you worried about Nikki Bella responding to the proposal?" And he was just like, "I was, I was, he was a little worried about her. I was really worried about the seventy five thousand people around me, because you hoping they weren't gonna boo, right?" I was just, he was just like, "I was, I was, didn't know they would react in such a positive way." And I'm forever indebted to our fans for allowing me to celebrate the greatest moment of my life. I was fully prepared to hear chants of, Proposal suck! <laughs> proposal, proposal suck! I mean, he na let's be honest, he nailed that proposal. Um, uh-huh. Uh, you know, I was very, I was so happy for John and Nicole. But, you know, I was even happier at the fact that that proposal got me an extra point in the <laughs> WrestleMania prediction series. How about we don't series. bring that up, okay? <laughs> um, let's see, what else do I have here we can talk about? Oh, Jesus, my favorite thing of all time. So the New Day, also known as my, fa my, my, my spirit animals, the New Day, <laughs> apparently, like, you know, they, they went through a very long, long, arduous process before they let them go out on TV. Mm-hmm. And... So there was, um... There was, there was scary Xavier Woods, who was like, we're gonna be real serious, we're gonna take this back. Yeah. Um, then there was a... And... Oh, there was a while when they were going to be a superhero team. I don't know if you remember yeah. that. I mean, then you remember the gospel choir, 
and we didn't know what was going on. Oh, no, no, no. It gets better. Like, uh, apparently they originally gave him, like, old school gospel, like, really slow, can't get into it mm-hmm. music. So, apparently they took Kirk Franklin and were just like, listen to this. And Kirk Franklin's like, some good gospel. And so they came back with the New Day event, or New Day theme. And apparently Kofi was like, when they came up with it, we were all listening to it in a room. So after the show, we had like a big speaker and it was so loud. And you know Vince, he's like really stoic, except for when he's getting angry on TV. (laughs) But this was the side of him I'd never seen. Him just rocking out. Just stuffing his foot. And he's just so into it. We're all sitting there like, didn't want to be respectful, but it was so funny. Vince McMahon is this 70-year-old man just, like, stamping his foot like he's having a good old time at the hoedown. Day rocks. New day rocks. You guys should say that. Hey, yeah, you guys should say that. (laughs) You know what? We're going to do a time machine gimmick. (laughs) We're going to give you an ice cream unicorn gimmick. I hope you boys like cereal. Oh, I love the idea that Vince came up with the entire New Day's gimmick. Like, we all think Ooh. he's out of touch, but he's actually very creative. And it's just like, all right, you're all going to go out dressed like, have you ever heard of Dragon Ball Z? No, <laughs> n- no Mr. Man, I've never heard of that. Well, that's well, a great Kofi, show. Kofi and Biggie were like, what, what? Well, Xavier's like in the back middle and his face just like, ah! <laughs> Same thing for this year. Have you ever heard of Final Fantasy? <laughs> well, no. Then his face gets. Well, no, Vince. I've never heard of that. No. Well, let's talk. <laughs> let's talk about that. Also, well, Xavier, listen. You're gonna need to learn to play this on your trombone. <laughs> Xavier, I know you don't really like video games, but I want <laughs> you to start a channel on the YouTube's. I want it to be called Up, Up, Down, Down. What? I've never... After that Konami code. I've, I've never played a video game in my life, Mr. McMahon. I don't care. This is your new behind-the-scenes kayfabe gimmick. That's what we're doing now. We work on many levels. It's very meta. Did you this know is Ro- a post-kayfabe society, did, damn it. Did you know Roman Reigns is our biggest heel, and yet everyone <laughs> still thinks he's a babyface? What fools? What fools I they love are. it. But do you, know who, uh. do you know who aren't fools, Blake Tanner? Who? Everyone who goes to merch.alone of yourbs.com and clicks on the Fight Boys section. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The Fight Boys have some merch. Step up to the merch table, motherfuckers, and get you a damn shirt. Get you a shirt with our logo on it, which I'm excited. I ordered one of them, and I have it coming in the mail tomorrow. So I'm going to get to go rock some Fight Boys IRL. Uh, get you a fucking King of the Rap Boys Connor shirt. Get you, which by the way, the other day I had to sit in a class for something, and there was a man sitting across from me who was the most rap rap person I'd ever seen, and I was just like, oh my god, it's one of the rap babies. I need to call Connor. I wish I, if only at that time, Blake Tanner, I was wearing a King of the Rap Babies shirt. But of course I haven't gotten one, because I haven't headed over to merch dot a load of pure BS and clicked on the fight boy section. Oh. Now Blake oh, pure BS. Oh beautiful BS. Um so Blake, 
Yo. I realized a problem. I. What the fuck? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I just. Every time you do that promo, I have to make sure that the link works to our website. So, Blake. Yeah. Are you. Uh, we rec we're recording this uh, May 12th, by the way. Um, are you. Yeah. Are you free tomorrow? This is not. This is not part of the show. This is literally me being like, hey. Here's a thing that I just found found that exists that's weird and fucked up. When tomorrow? It's gonna be Saturday, four thirty to five thirty in Barnesville, Georgia, and you get a fucking burger or hot dog cooked by Cody Rhodes. What? <laughs> Fans will be able to get a burger and hot dog cooked by Cody Rhodes at the Rhodes Barbecue and Tailgate event in Barnesville. The event is being put on by the Bulletproof Dojo, owned by Big LG himself. And you get a free drink, an autograph, and a fucking hot dog made by Cody Rhodes. This is the most fucking Luke Gallows came up with this shit thing ever. Alright, fucking Cody, what you doing this week, buddy? Alright, man, I'm gonna need your help. I'm gonna need you to go out there. Oh my god. You wanna, God, I, do you want to know who's who's going to be appearing there as well? Oh, geez, who? Oh, boy. Uh, Trevor Lee. Oh, boy. Donovan Dijak, who is apparently the new WrestleMerica champion, not champion. Uh, champion. John Schuyler. And fresh from WCW, it's Glacier. <laughs> That being said, okay, back back to our regular scheduled programming. Um, I realized that the last time we did our predictions, we did our predictions for the last Raw pay-per-view. Um, we did that. We had a great prediction on series. We had a great series. The problem is the fact that we released the episode the day after. Because we record these, like, we record them on Thursday, they go up on Monday. So... So you mean that you didn't go in um, and do a little voiceover and just say, like, who won? <laughs> no, Who's <I> next? <laughs> you decide. Uh, no, I did not do an epic rap battle. But what we can do now is do a two-week-out prediction and just pray that nothing changes in that time. Uh, and we actually have two shows to do predictions for. Oh, boy. So we all have NXT TakeOver Chicago. Which, I'm sure we know so much about what's been happening in the lead-up to NXT. Balls. Asuka wins. Um, that's all I got. Uh, well, Asuka's definitely gonna win, because they just brought in Ruby Riot. Nikki Cross is, like, Ruby Riot and Nikki Cross are the one that have a feud right now, and then Asuka is the one who's, like, champion, championing there. So, I don't really see, unless they give it to, Nikki Cross is in Sanity, right? Yeah. Yes, I mean, Asuka always wins, though. I, I, yeah, I, I say... Asuka always wins? Um, so... No, you know what, if, if you're gonna be this big of an asshole about it, I'm gonna say Nikki Cross. Asuka always <laughs> wins? <laughs> um, Asuka wins. Has anyone been a two-time NXT Tag Team Champion? Let's see. I I don't think so. Oh, yes they have. The Revival, baby. 
Oh, they did. They won it back like straight after almost, didn't they? Yeah, but you know who still has the longest reign in NXT history <laughs> with that title? It's your boy, Rat Boy Connor. <laughs> <laughs> of the Ascension. Of the Ascension. That's his last name. Um, <laughs> so you got Asuka, I got Nikki Cross. Um, I say... I say they're. Gonna... I say they're giving the tag time, tag title back to DIY. Ooh. Yeah. What are you thinking? Oh. 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 Yeah. I'll get. Well. Yeah. I'll give it to D. 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 DIY. D. Uh. Die. UK Championship. Tyler Bate versus Pete Dunne. We know nothing about this. Give me Pete Dunne all the way. <laughs> yeah. How about that solid Pete Dunn, am I right? 50 Schmurgles on Pete Dunn. <laughs> All the Pete Dunns. Uh, God, I really have not kept up with NXT since WrestleMania. Uh, Bobby Roode versus Hideo Itami, the returning Hideo Itami, who also talked shit to CM Punk on Twitter. He said, yeah. uh, NXT Chicago, the best place to bring my go to sleep. <laughs> um, You know what? Just because he did that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her two. I'm gonna give it to Hideo. I know, but I really love Bobby Roode so much. I do too. Ah, oh, damn it! I will. You know what? Actually, I don't think they're gonna give it to him just yet. Yeah. But Hideo is definitely gonna tease the GTS. You know, but he's not gonna hit it. You know Hideo has hit the GTS before. Like they're not. They're... I know, but he's got. He's never actually like done it for real. Yes, they have. Yes, he has. He's. I mean, he's hit the move before, but it's never been for real. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. You know. You know. You, you understand. Know, you know when he hits that GTS and then his knee explodes and then <laughs> his opponent's head flies off. What are exactly. you for real? I just want to mention, by the way, it, I'm reading the background on it, and it says Hideo Itami interrupted Rude, slapped him, and it hit him with a GTS. Yeah, but it wasn't for <laughs> real. Like, yeah, he hit Austin Aries with it at Brooklyn, and yeah, he did it a couple of times leading up to WrestleMania last year. He's done it numerous. But he hasn't hit it for real. <laughs> He's hit it so many times. No, 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 no. He's hit people with the GTS, but he hasn't hit them for real. I don't I don't think you're understanding what I'm saying, Scotty. I'm not. Because Hideo Itami has hit the GTS, but he hasn't really hit the GTS. I mean, you gotta know what I'm saying at this point. <laughs> I, all I know is I went to Hideo, Hideo's Wikipedia page, and one of his entrance musics for Ring of Honor was called Rey Mysterio Jr.'s Jam. <laughs> See, it wasn't even your jam, Hideo! It but like, you took it! I had it. to steal his jam from Rey Mysterio Jr. I took, I took Rey's jam from him! Uh, now on to the next show, which is WWE Backlash, which... We're sure more matches will be announced for. Because we got two weeks. No, we have one week. We have this week's episode, and then that's it. Um, but. Well, they don't usually add matches on the go home, do they? They're definitely going to add Sami Zayn versus Baron Corbin. 
Oh, if they haven't added... They haven't already added that one? No. I thought that was like... No, but let's just say Baron Corbin's fucking gonna die. Like, or no, bro... <laughs> Yeah, well, Baron, here. no, you already called it. No, no, damn it, no. <laughs> Call in for Baron. I s- big, big breakfast, big brunch, big lunch. No, big no, dunks. no, no. That's a totally different character. Brunch Boy Baron is owned and operated exclusively by the JWF. This is normal Baron Corbin, but I still big banter, baby. I still think they're trying to like pu- pump him up. So I big say, booty. I say Baron. Big Corbin, booty Baron. Baron's gonna beat Sami Zayn. What do you think? Um, look. If you haven't been able to judge by the fact that, yeah, I'm firmly in Big Booty Baron's corner. <laughs> Big Booty Baron. Uh, BBB, as we like to call each other. Yeah. He's my close personal friend. Um, I'm actually texting him right now. What's up, um, brunch boy? Hey, bi- big man, you're going to make it to that to our booking, aren't you? Yeah. I did tell you that I started a brunch, a very, very, very small one-man chant. That just for Baron Corbin at WrestleMania, where if you listen very faintly, you can just hear brunch, brunch, brunch. Um, let's see. Up- we'll have to give that a listen back. Yeah. Oh, you won't be able to hear it unless you <laughs> watch my exclusive Blu-ray copy where I've dubbed over all of the chanting with brunch. <laughs> brunch. Do you remember that time that the Undertaker came out? Brunch. He came out to brunch. Brunch, 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 brunch. Um, up next, we have Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch versus Natalia, Tamina, and Carmella with James Ellsworth. Because, you know, screw it, right? We had a I good, don't give we, a fuck about that match. I don't give a fuck about three-person tag team matches yeah, it's, it's because like, they suck. It's like, hey, Balls. you know how we had like a really good women's division and really good matches with them for a very long time? Yeah, not anymore, actually. Fun fact. Look, it doesn't matter how good your division is. They could put the six best people on SmackDown, and they put all of the women on SmackDown um, into one match, which is dumb. But I guess if you want to give everyone a payday, which I understand. Well, no, no. Even if you did, you do Naomi versus Natalia for the title, then do Charlotte and Becky versus Tamina and Carmella. Mm-hmm. On pre-show. So now you even have more than the fucking six matches that are on this show. Naomi, Charlotte, and Becky get it. And then Charlotte attacks Naomi. Boom. And then Becky attacks Naomi with Charlotte. And then Becky gets attacked by everybody. Because everybody hates Becky. No, everyone loves Becky. Okay, James Ellsworth at some point is going to go for no chin music on Becky. I would just want Becky to kill James Ellsworth I, during this. I want Becky to kill James Ellsworth. Um, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, do we even have to touch this? It okay. Get it, Ziggy baby. I I would double unsubscribe from the network because I'm already unsubscribed from the network at this point. But I would double unsubscribe if Ziggler won this match. I'm sorry. Shinsuke. Yeah, it's gotta be Shinsuke. Um, yeah. I also really like, you know how like, a lot of people has been like, why are you keeping him off our TV? Why are you doing that? I really like what JBL had to say about it. He's just like, Shinsuke is like The Undertaker. Like, Shinsuke, you can say like, hey, he'll be here next week and people will get pumped about it. He's got that kind of energy behind him. Yeah. It's not like a Dolph Ziggler, where if he's gone one week, people are like, oh, I guess Dolph is dead. Um, Fuck that Dolph guy, right? 
Alright, it's your boys, Breezango versus the Usos in a tag team championship match. Okay. Okay, so I, I was reading earlier today and somebody brought up a really cool idea that, like, I don't normally subscribe to fantasy booking, but this one was just fun on a bun. <clears throat> so, Breezango um, are giving it the fight of their life. And you know what? Brizongo looks like they might actually pull it off. But the Usos, who are wearing the same clothes almost, but there's just a couple of key differences that only two men of high fashion could understand. But the Usos pull some toy magic bullshit. And the lead-up to the next pay-per-view is Brizongo do going full CSI on that match. <laughs> To prove that they deserve a rematch and they get the titles. But I don't think they're going to win it this time. No. I say I'm giving it to them. I'm giving it to Brizongo. I'm giving it to our baby boys. I love them. I'm only doing it because I really, really hope that that thing that I read on the internet that was written by some, like, no-name shit stack just like us uh, has written out. Because I really want that to happen. I also really like this image that I just found. Uh, I know we're talking about WWE and SmackDown, but I do need you to see this uh, screen cap from TNA, where it appears to just be EC3 dressed as a cowboy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. With finger guns getting it. He's, He's so pumped. Um, all He's right. so fucking pumped. Oh my god. Like, do you hear that? It, what? Do you hear it? It sounds like something being coming on, coming unhindered. He's coming unhindered. It's ginger. It's ginger. That's actually my wrestling name. It's ginger Mahal. No, it's ginger Mahal. It's ginger Mahal versus Randy Orton for the title. Um... Damn it. <laughs> the Bollywood boys come out and do something. And then Randy's like, no, lol, I'm a sneaky snake. Do you remember that time that you all thought Bray was going to win? <laughs> Fuck you. Hey, do you know that time where you, some of you, most of you don't want either of us to be in this match, so... Yeah, fuck you guys. It's Randy. It's Randy. It's, it's Randy. It's, it's, it's Randy. It's just Randy. You know, but I, you know what? I said the same. Oh, it's Bray. It's Bray, right? No, it's Randy. Oh, it's Randy. Kevin Owens versus the face that runs the place, the champ that runs the camp. It's AJ Styles, aka the. Say the only match that I really, really want to see, other than I want to watch Shinsuke do cool, cool. You want to watch uh, the crazy Usos shit. versus Brizongo? Don't lie. I want to watch Brizongo, <laughs> and I want to watch Thug Usos like do Thug Uso things. I love the Thug Usos. <laughs> All right, what are you thinking, Kevin Owens or AJ? That's gonna be such a damn good match, too. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm say. Give me AJ. No. Give me that. Give me that style. Give me that sweet AJ. 
Give me that. Give me my sweet AJ. Where's my Gainesville boy? I'm gonna say Kevin Owens. Also, uh, your Gainesville boy is actually about to be cooking hot dogs on Saturday, and his name is Cody Rhodes. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you got AJ. I got Kevin, and that's our predictions for this week, Blake. Tam. It's the Predicatons. The Predicaton series. Jesus Christ. Predicatons. Hey, boys and girls, are you ready to make some Predicatons? Whoa, whoa, Captain Tibbs, Captain Tibbs. I'm sorry, but it's not time for your Predicatons because... Oh, yeah. This isn't JWF Tibbs, this is WWE, so that's who we talk about. But if you do want to make some Predicatons on the JWF pay-per-view, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. You think this is just a podcast. But no, 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 the JWF is real. The JWF will be coming to you this Saturday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This Saturday on the Load of BS YouTube channel. It's time for next pay-per-view. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. This Saturday, coming to you live on pay-per-view. We've got the greatest names in pro wrestling history. Facing off, we've got Blake Tanner and Scotty Moore, the men known as the BS, taking on the dastardly Vape World Order. In a ladder match for the JWF tag titles, we have the JWF Championship going to be defended from the great Momoa Curry, a man who's held the title for so many years. But of course... We've got this great newcomer, the Dylan, coming in, coming in live to see if he can take that title away from Momoa Curry. And of course, we have the JWF Celebrity Championship match, where Guy Fieri has to defend against not one, but two men. It's Guy Fieri, it's Patrick Warburton, it's Tim Curry, and they're- but wait, Scotty, Tim Curry's in a wheelchair. Yeah. Actually, uh, I believe I had I read something from Tibbs earlier about that. Actually, Tib- oh hold on, hold on. Let me. I I actually got a letter from Tibbs. Well, I mean Tibbs is there with you. Tibbs, can you just read it? Can't read. Oh, but you wrote you wrote the letter. <laughs> can write. Can't read. All right. Well, uh, just uh, tell us tell us what you tell us what you're thinking, Tibbs, about uh, Tim Curry and his whole wheelchair situation. Tim Curry's a dastardly little bastard. You you can't trust him. You know what? He promised me a role in a TV movie a few years ago. <clears throat> and you know what? You know what? What? I didn't get to be the dog in the Wild Thornberry <laughs> Rugrats crossover movie. Oh, no, Tibbs. Rugrats go wild? You were going to be the dog? Oh yeah, yeah. That was before. That was before they rewrote the script to be less dark. You see, all the parents were originally going to drown. What? And Rugrats go wild. Jesus Christ! I forgot the Rugrats had a dog. <laughs> the dog was going to save the babies. <laughs> going to save babies. Well, so when... and then I was going to be like, I gotta save the babies. So wait, Tibbs, what are you saying about this? What are you saying about the wheelchair? What I'm saying is. All we know about Tim Curry in a wheelchair is what Tim Curry tells you while he's in that wheelchair. So what you're and what you're saying is because of that wheelchair Tim Curry has had he's had an advantage basically. He's been using it like a weapon. We've seen it 
over the past couple of weeks, Tim Curry has been used, has used his wheelchair, and people have used his wheelchair to attack people. It's almost like a, a foreign object, you're saying. All I'm saying is, he claims that he had a stroke. Chips! That's just, that's just what the news is telling Chips, you Donald Trump motherfucker! <laughs> Okay, Tim, we have to move you. I know the truth, damn no. it. So, uh, uh, what is this? Know. We were supposed to have a triple threat match. It was supposed to be Tim Curry versus Patrick Warburton versus Mamala Curry. What's Is well, Tim Curry going to have to leave the match? He can't leave his wheelchair. Well, ladies and gentlemen. You know what? Let's go. Look at this. Let's go to the JWF ring and we'll find out. We've got Tim Curry rolling to that ring right now. Wait, how did he get up into the ring? No, 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 he's out, he's uh, he's on the stage. I'm about to have to Dungeons and Dragons this. He's up on the stage and he's wheeling down to the ring. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, everybody. Just let me use a little WD-40 on the old wheels here. Get rid of the squeakage. Alright, that's enough, Foley artist. So it appears, ladies and gentlemen... That because of my presence in this wheelchair, I will not be able to defend my honor and be able to take that celebrity title from Guy Fieri this Sunday, Saturday, at next pay-per-view. Because it's true, this wheelchair has given me an advantage. This wheelchair has, has done... It's done wonders for me in the ring. I've been using it as a foreign object. I've been using it as a weapon. And for that, I'm sorry. But, Guy Fieri, Patty Warbucks, let me tell you something right now. If you think the beating I put on you in this wheelchair was bad, just wait until you see the beating that you get when I'm out of it. Oh my God! What? Like, he's standing like, up. Tim Curry is standing. He's got out of the wheelchair. He's he jumped stood. to the ring. He's running the ropes back and forth. And oh, he's doing. He's dancing a lively jig. Oh. Did you hear that American music? Oh, that all American music can only mean one thing, Blake Tanner, and that's old Patty Warbucks, Patrick Warburton. He's coming down to the ring to say something. It's yeah. Hey. Timmy boy, Tim, 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 Timmy, Tim, Tim. You think it pulling the fun little parlor trick? You standing up? You deceiving all these people out here? You think that's gonna give you an advantage? You think you think that you're something special? You're old news, Timmy boy. You're old news. Yeah, you know what? Uh, we fought before. We're gonna fight again. Uh, I can't say I've seen anything special from you. I went easy on you because you were in a wheelchair and I didn't want to hurt a man who had, uh, had a complication like yours. But uh, if you want Patty Warbucks to go all out, well, I'm going to have to just smash you right back into that wheelchair on this Saturday Sunday, all right? Yeah, buddy. Oh, really? Is that what you think? Well, let me tell you something. I've done it all. I've suffered it all. I've suffered a stroke. My life has been living 
a living hell every single day. And to me, you don't look like someone who's ready to bring the pain. To me, you just look like a little patty war bitch. <laughs> oh my god! Warburton has stormed the ring and they're now phasing off. They're face to face. But wait! Oh my god! Guy Fieri with a chair! Guy Fieri's taking them both out! Where did he come from? Oh, he came out of the crowd. He's got the chair. He's beating them both down. Oh my god, it looks like we're going down to Flavortown tonight. Oh, he's got a microphone. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. The king of Flavortown is here. And he's here to remind you that I'm going to be the celebrity champion forever. And the Patty Warbucks, let me tell you something. You might have went easy on Tim Curry. But I know you never went easy on me, and yet I still beat you in that ring. And Tim Curry, well, I know you're just now getting out of your wheelchair. Well, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you go down to the beach, take a nice long walk, and enjoy those legs of yours. Because this Saturday, I'm going to put you back in that wheelchair for good. Whoa! I already said Whoa, that. strong words from Guy Fieri. My God, and they're both standing, they're laying in the ring. Guy's got the title above his head. Blake Tanner, what is, what is this? My man, this is, this is carnage. This is horrible. How could you do that to Patty? And that being Poor Patty, and, and Tim just stood up for the first time in years. Well, that, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, as we said, Captain Tibbs is our local predicaton master. He does predictions for all of our pay-per-views. So, uh, Tibbs, we're going to bring you in right now. Um, I told you! No! no I no, told no, you! No, 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 no. Just wanted you to be a little bit restrained. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Tibbs. I told you about that! All I want you to do, now that you know you have three strapping young men in that ring this Sunday, Tim Curry, Patrick Warburton, Whatever you feel about them, let that go out of the way because you are a man who appreciates talent. You appreciate people who can fight. So what do you think about these men this Sunday at next pay-per-view, Saturday? Oh, well, I've of course got to give it to my old friend and confidant, Tim Curry. Ah, really? Wait, Love that man like a brother. Confidant. You didn't... Okay, I'm not going to question it. I don't want to question you, Tim's. He's my best bud. Oh, okay. Best bud. Okay. Might have screwed me every now and again, but you know what? In this business, you can't take that personal. Yeah, yeah. I, personal I, like. So, so. Patty Warbucks. Patty's just too green, and guy, guy Fietti's too obsessed with the flavor. Too obsessed with flavor. I understand. The flavor of love. Well, that being said, and chicken wings. That being said, ladies and gentlemen, last week we had a lovely promo. For our newest JWF superstar, we had a we had the Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau on to actually introduce him, introduce him to the JWF universe, and we have some more. We've got some more words from the superstar himself. Last time, last time, all we heard from was the Canadian PM, but this time, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, to hear from the man himself. It's Canada, Charlie. Well, uh, hey there, everybody. How you doing? You doing all right there? It's you know it's just a gosh darn glad to be here in this horrible horrible little tiny little ring that you guys have got. But you know what? It's fine. Oh, it's fine. You know, I understand. 
This is a backstage what? segment. He's not in the ring. It's a vignette. <laughs> Too bad we're in the ring. <laughs> it's an empty ring. There's no one around. It was. It was. It was before. It was a uh, pre-production. This was pre-pre-taped. Yep. You know I'm standing out here waiting for the crowd to fill in. Uh, and I've got. I only got one thing on my mind, and that's just showing you all the Canada way of life. And if that means that I just have to sucker punch all of your Southern American boys in the face a few different times, cover them with maple syrup, and then just sing my national anthem over their broken, desiccated corpses, well, you know what? I'm just going to do it with a smile in my face and a song in my heart and a Canadian beer in my hand. Canada Charlie is coming to the JWF very, very soon. Whoop, whoop. Blake Tanner, what, what is this about? Canada Charlie, I mean, I know, I know there's been a lot of great wrestlers who's come from Canada, the Hart Dynasty, um, let's see, uh, Kevin Owens, you know, Sami Zayn, numerous great wrestlers from Canada. You think Canada Charlie's gonna follow in their footsteps, or? Well, Scotty, I think it's very important to remember that Canada Charlie has never won a match. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of weird is the fact that he's never... I don't think he's actually ever actually wrestled. No, no, he got beaten down in his, like, audition match. Who gave him a contract? I believe, if I remember correctly, that was, in fact, Tibbs. Sounds like a Tibbs thing, dude. He's got potential. <laughs> but you know something, ladies and gentlemen? Last week... last I love Ken. La- last week we had... Uh, Maple syrup! Jesus Christ, Tibbs. <laughs> Last week we had uh, Tim, or we had Momoa Curry come down to the ring and attempt to beat up Brunch Boy Baron Corbin, but he was saved at the last minute by uh, our good friend the Dylan, only to have the Dylan then hit him with a dick punch and then toss him out onto Momoa Curry. So last week the Dylan stood tall, and Momoa had to leave in shame carrying his dis- destroyed Brunch Boy. And we actually have one of our backstage interviewers backstage right now with Momoa Curry just to get a few words. Can we, we'll cut it to him. Hello, how are you doing, everybody? And I am here with Momoa Curry, our esteemed champion. Momoa, could you tell us a little bit about this, about what's been going on for the last few weeks? Well, to be honest with you, I have to thank the Dylan. For taking out that garbage last week. Because you know something? I've been giving Brunch Boy <laughs> Baron Corbin shot after shot. Trying to impress me. Trying to regain his spot in the Momoa Club. But apparently, mediocrity likes company. And that's why... I've seen Brunch Boy out with those other fools in the JWF instead of hanging around an intelligent man like myself. But that is not what I'm here to talk about today. Brunch Boy is destroyed. He's been taken to a local hospital, mm-hmm. and his dick has been bandaged so thoroughly. Oh my. I, I'm here to talk about the man known as the Dylan. Because the Dylan apparently 
wants to come after me, wants to come after my JWF title. And I understand he's number one contender. I understand he's terrifying. And I understand he has one of the most painful finishing moves in company history. But I dare, I dare the Dylan to come near me with that dick punch. I dare him. My dick is solid steel, and I'll break his hand long before he breaks anything of mine. Because I am Momoa Curry. I am leader of the Momoa Club, and I am the best damn thing this company has ever seen. Well, you've heard it here, folks. Uh, brunch boy bonds broken, and steel-dicked Momoa is more pumped than ever. Back to you, Tom. Oh, apparently my name is Tom now. Um, that being said, Blake, I, I, you know, I really like this new backstage interviewer as opposed to the fucking guy we had fucking sending Tibbs places to yell racial epithets at people. <laughs> Tibbs isn't that bad, I really is he? like our new interviewer. I think well, we should keep you. our new interviewer. Well, everybody, uh, welcome, actually, our newest interviewer. We we hired him especially to take Tibbs' spot. This is um, his name is Honeypots McGee. I thought it was Pooh Bear, Mc- this is Pooh Bear Honeypot. He's, he's a man of many names. <laughs> well, once we brought him into our fed, we had to change his name, but people knew the Honeypot name so well that he had to be Honeypot. Just call me Honey Boy. Just call me Honey Boy. You you know you know you want to. Um, God, we're so tired. And now Blake Tanner. I know I said we shouldn't bring in Tibbs, but we do have one more predicaton for him to make. Uh, Blake, uh, 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 Captain Tibbs, Momoa Curry, uh, versus the Dylan. Who who have you got? Who are you thinking at the end of the day here? Well, we've got a strong. Confident champion in Momoa Curry, but we've also got a fiery upstart in the Dylan. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I appreciate a good dick punch myself. Yeah. Um, every now and again backstage. Oh. But I really, really have to say that I think that Momoa Curry is going to continue his streak. Oh. Because the Dylan, he might be fiery, he might be young, he might be brash. He might bring it right to Momoa Curry, but in the end, that man is made of steel, and his dick <laughs> is made is of steel. Hot, is made of steel. It's hardest steel. That's right. You get what I'm saying. Yes, I understand, Tibbs. And now it's time for the main event. Oh yeah, I really have to cut Tibbs off immediately. I'm just like, no, I don't need to give him a slot to slide in here because he will. Steel, no, 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 Momoas. But speaking of steel, speaking of Mimosas. steel, speaking of steel, it's time <laughs> for our main event, which is a steel <coughs> cage match, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. After the VWO's vicious attack on Blake Tanner before last week's uh, JWF, Scotty Moore came out. And he, he laid it out all on the table. He laid it all out and let everybody know that Griffin Clouds of the VWO, Griffin Clouds, the leader of the VWO, he was going to have to answer to Scotty Moore for what he had done to Blake Tanner. And Scotty knew he wasn't going to have any men behind him because he knew Blake would still be in the hospital, even to this week. So 
He made it a cage match. VWO can't interfere. Blake can't interfere. It's Scotty Moore versus Griffin Clouds in a steel cage match in our main event. And it was an amazing match, Blake Tanner. All right. Let's get on to that. We're getting past these intro videos. Scotty Moore, of course, coming out strong and confident. Griffin uh, Clouds, of course, you hear his trademark singles entrance, the Sweet Baby Cloud. Sweet Baby. He's the Sweet Baby Cloud. And, you know, I, I, I really, the match impressed me on both accounts, Blake, because Scotty and Griffin are both known for being team wrestlers. Uh, Scotty of the BS, Griffin of the VWO, but both of them really kind of came into their own here and showed what they could do in a one-on-one -on -one scenario, and it was brutal. Uh, just that moment where you had Scotty and Griffin sitting on top of the cage, punching mm -hmm. each other, punching each other, and then eventually Scotty just grabs mm -hmm. Griffin and Russian leg sweeps both of them onto the ca onto the floor of the uh, mat of the ring inside yep. the cage from the top of the cage. I didn't think anything like that would happen. You know, I was amazed that um, it was just barely, but Scotty kicked out of the Yahoo, which has the, been yeah. one of Griffin's most like destructive maneuvers the yahoo is absolutely deadly if hit with someone but scotty got his finger on the rope just barely got that rope break but see that's my problem blitz Tanner. that's my problem with this match is like it was it was on its way to being a five-star classic easily match of the year but then travis justin the entire vwo run down beat up the referee, opened the cage, and climb inside. They even took the chain that we used to close the door and began using it to beat Scotty Moore in the head. Disqualification mm -hmm. instantly. But that that wasn't the point. Scotty may have won by disqualification, but that's not what Griffin wanted to do. Griffin wanted, Griffin wanted to destroy Scotty Moore, and that was the problem, is they just sat there and continued to beat him and beat him, and then... Uh, no. Is it... It is! It's Blake Tanner! Blake Tanner's running to the ring! He's climbing He's not even using the door. He's climbing up the side of the cage and is standing tall atop the cage, jumping amazing crossbody from the top across the entire BWO. Decimating he cut all of them! Cut all of them, decimating the BWO. But of course, that chain kept coming back into play. Blake may have provided a momentary shift in power, but th but it still wasn't enough. The VWO continue to beat down the BS. It's a long chain. They're choking both of them out. Mm -hmm. Choking out the BS in the ring and leaving them late. At the same time. And Griffin, oh no, Griffin's went to get, he has the tag titles. He has the BS's tag titles. Oh no. And they're holding them above their heads and now just dropping them on the champions. Ultimate oh. disrespect, beating them on oh, their no. own belts. They pulled out the vapes. They're gonna face vape them. <laughs> They're gonna vape them in the face. Oh no. Yeah. And that's how that's how JWF unfortunately has to go off the air. A cloud of smoke covering, almost like almost like a beautiful metaphor for what the for what the VWO are trying to do. They're trying to put a cloud over the BS and what they've done for this company. Mm -hmm. So, I guess that leaves just one question. Captain Tibbs, you've seen what the VWO can do. You can see what their numbers game do. So, this Saturday, next pay-per-view, we've got the VWO and we have the BS in a ladder match.
Where are we standing? You know, at first glance, you'd think this is a sure shot for the VWO. They got the numbers advantage. They've had the advantage coming in for weeks against the BS. But really, this is the kind of environment where the BS... (coughs) Doing my voice really, really hurts my own voice. Um, This is the kind of environment where the BS really shines... And I think those boys, those boys might just surprise us. I'm going to have to go with my boys, the BS. Hold on, let me take a fat rip of this cotton, though. What? Oh, my God. Tibbs may be a closeted member of the VWO. Change my mind, VWO. Oh, okay. So, apparently, VWO. So, Tibbs is predicatons. We have Tim Curry coming out with the title. We have uh, Momoa Curry. Uh, retaining, and then of course we have the VWO defeating the BS. That's all. That's all predicatons, though. Though, <laughs> if you want to know the truth, you're gonna have to tune in this Saturday on the BS YouTube channel, which you can find by going to fightboys.aloadofpurebs.com. Click on the YouTube section; it will take you right <laughs> there. Let you watch whatever you want. Yep. Sad to say, though, that Captain Tibbs predicatons have been so accurate in the past that, like. Since the Undertaker's streak was broken, it's almost his, it's almost his as if he booked, streak. It's like he books the show. <laughs> um, but that being said, oh, sh- Blake Tanner, where can they find you? You can find me <coughs> dying at at vocal therapy. Um, you can also find me at Blake A Tanner on the Twitter. Uh, you can find me at the Darkroom Vidya. I do video game videos on videos and videos. Yeah, at the Darkroom Vidya. V-I-D-Y-A. And you can also find me about to pass the fuck out. Yeah, it's been a long week, ladies and gentlemen. But you can find me at Scotty Mo on Twitter. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. You can buy my book on Queasel Corp- uh, at on Amazon at Queasel Corp. That's Q-U-E-Z-A-L-C-O-R-P. You can find me and Blake on the Load of BS podcast. And as always, ladies and gentlemen... You can donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash fightboys. You can go to our website, fightboys.aloadofpurebs.com, buy our merch, find us on Facebook, follow the Twitter account, and remember, ladies and gentlemen, when you're a fight boy, you're a fight boy for life. See you next week. Woo. Why is Captain Tibbs such a horrible, horrible... It got worse.